Hi everyone, Lauren from Bone Chillers here today with Joseph. Hello. And our special guest of the week is our mom. Hello there. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. Um, we got some quite positive feedback from last week's one, so that's really good to know that you guys are enjoying our story. Um, so I thought this week we could talk about like spirits and scary encounters, ghost kinds of stuff. Um, but before we get into it, we can ask Mom our introductory questions. So Mom, what is your favorite horror or thriller movie or game, I guess, but I guess maybe more movie than game? Um, I would... My I would say um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the original one. Oh, why is that? I haven't seen it, so you're going to have to explain why it's scary. Well, for that time, it was very scary, and I um, remember watching it, and... Did you see it just, in the theater? No, at home. Oh, <laughs> okay. On TV, with a bunch of friends, and it was very scary for that time. Is so I think like- that sci-fi again that would uh yeah for that time it was i mean you guys might think it's sloppy <laughs> compared to what they do now but for that time it was pretty scary for us right. i think rupert has actually seen it i think it's that one but he's seen something i'm pretty sure it's that one i'll have to confirm but he said that it really scared him so i mean that was like a, last year <laughs> So it might still be scary today. <laughs> Who knows? But that's interesting. Um, so have you had any scary stuff happen to you? No, not scary. No. Well, what about, have you seen spirits? Joseph has told me that you have. Tell us the story. Uh, yes, I have, actually. Um, Joseph was, must have been uh, maybe a week old. And he was in the bassinet in our bedroom, of course. And I, it was time for him to give to give him his bottle. So I went into the kitchen to get his uh, bottle to prepare his bottle. And I went into your room to check on you, and you were sleeping. And when I went by our bedroom, I saw my father standing over the bassinet, and I just stood there because I couldn't. I wasn't sure if it was real or not. But then he turned around and just gave me the biggest smile because he was looking in on, on Joseph and it just made me so happy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. so, um, you know, it was just like a, a really beautiful experience. That's interesting. So do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. I believe in ghosts and in spirits. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. Joseph, what do you think? Do you yeah. believe in ghosts? I mean, I, I don't normally know. Um, <laughs> I also don't remember that, obviously. Well, but, I mean, if you remembered stuff at a week old, <laughs> that'd be pretty impressive. Yeah. No, but I think, I think it's just, I, I don't, I mean, believing in like benevolent spirits is always, I think, a good, like a nice thought. It's definitely easier for me to, to want to believe in that than, than the alternative, you know, like these hauntings and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's interesting that this is actually, I've never, I don't think I've ever actually told anyone this. But when I was, like, really little for a while, like, not, I mean, maybe, like, ages 
five to like seven or eight. Do you know that um that there's like a a picture, a photograph in mom and dad's room that it's not like not a wedding photo, but it's like the both of them. And yeah. there's like clouds above them. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know this is gonna make me seem like I was I'm I'm just a crazy I was a crazy <laughs> kid. Oh, what but photo? Yeah, this staring, is like a very eighties photo that was taken in like a studio kind of thing. Yeah, and there's like clouds yeah. above above it, and I don't know if this is intentional. I but on like the left top left cloud, it's like a like if you look hard enough, it kind of looks like a woman, like an older woman. And the top right cloud, at least from my mind, like whenever I look at that, I see these faces in the clouds in that photo. Right. Maybe we should post the photo or or not. Just maybe the, it's like just, just in my cloud. head. That's yeah, and crazy. and I swear I would when I would go in the room. They would like talk to me. Why? Like, this, this picture. Yeah, I, I mean, I never it? said anything because, it, no, but they were like friendly. Like it was just kind of like really weird. Like I could only remember like a few words. It was nothing bad. It was just kind of like talking about things that would ha- like happen to me in school that day. Like a friend. Just really bizarre. <laughs> but I remember okay. like, super vividly. <laughs> Mom, have you ever like, seen the- that woman? No, I mean it looked like a like it looked like a grand not our grandmother, but it looked like like an older couple in the clouds above the photo of mom and dad. Right. So, mom, you're gonna have to go and look at this photo and report back. Although, yes, to I be will. Honest, I would never look at that photo again. <laughs> or at least <laughs> no, that part. They weren't like evil or anything. No, I but know. in terms of like that room having some weird um, paranormal stuff, mm. like that's. I don't know if I, there's definitely been moments where like not spirits that I see, but like strange thoughts that, that are sort of like higher level in terms of you not knowing something could possibly happen. Like there are a bunch of times I would stop at a green light and for no reason when it was my right of way. And then a car would come speeding through a red light, things like, like a that. Combination. Yeah. Mm. Um, but like multiple times at, at instances that just seem like, you know, either just like sort of break your thought process for that moment and then you act really strangely. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and I know that someone was this, I don't want to ruin if this is a, a mom story or not, but I think our uncle had this kind of like dreamt of either his father, so mom's dad or, or someone, and he woke up from a dream and someone was falling out of bed. Uh, no, that was me. Oh, that was man, me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. no, no, it was fine. So what happened was, um, I was, I was exhausted, obviously, because um, when when this was, was uh, this was when Joseph was little, oh, you know, and he was, was on like, yes, well, he was a baby. I mean, obviously, I put him on like, he was on the couch, and I was sitting with my back to him because he was sleeping. You know, right. so I was just like s- sitting up against the couch on the floor and I must have dozed off. And all of a sudden I hear my mother call me. Yeah. Her voice calling me. And it startled me. I woke up and I turned around and Joseph was rolling off the couch. <gasps> oh. And it was like she kind of like woke me up to, to save him kind of thing. Was she in the house? You know. No. No, no, no. Because Nona would have been no, alive she wasn't. then, obviously. Yes, yes, yeah. she was. No, she was not in the house. No. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I ruined your. St- I mean, you should check with <laughs> your brother because I'm pretty sure that story. I've heard it from multiple people. Well, Maybe I feel like so. I've had dreams that kind of not predicted the future, but something happened the next day. So, like when Isabella was born, you were sleeping at uh, their house, and I had a dream that she was born. And obviously that, like, uh, I don't know the word really, but it, she was born that night. But And it was kind of, not a fiasco, but um, she was born prematurely. So she kind of came suddenly. And so there was no way, really, that I would have known she, she was going to be born. But I remember having that dream. And then mom woke me up and she was like, oh, Joseph and Francesco are coming back here because the baby is being born. And I was like, that was really weird. I've had that dream that I knew hmm. that, that was going to happen. Have you ever had that? I see. Anyone? Mm-hmm. Well, you, okay. Lauren, you had when you, when you were little. Yeah. Obviously, when Nana was sick. Yeah, I didn't want to bring and, that one up. It's yeah. really sad. Well, yeah. Well, like, yeah. Well, you can tell night, the story. Well, I had a dream because uh, so our grandmother, my mom's mom, was pretty sick, um, and she was you know, at home, I guess in a hospice kind of thing at home. And one night I had a dream where she was doing like cartwheels. I don't know where we were, but she was just cartwheeling around, you know, sort of back to full health. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I told my mom that I guess the next morning, right? And you were just like, oh, Mm -hmm. actually, you know what? She passed away overnight. And I was like, oh, that's... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I guess, I don't know, like, is that her telling me that she was okay because how I was what like eight or nine so there's no way I would have known because obviously we didn't live together so yeah so yeah, I've had yeah, that's her and dreams yeah. yeah it seems like so it seems like you've only been affected by positive spirits at least yeah although I think I'm that's still true. kind of am afraid of it too because yeah I mean more that more like mom but it seems like Mom's not really scared of, of those no. things, so maybe that's why. Yeah, and that's good. Hmm. Well, because like we were saying last time, that uh, like ghosts and spirits come to those who are more susceptible. So I guess it's, you know, it is true, and Nono was there, and he was probably like, oh, she'll be fine. Whereas if somebody knew that I was scared, they'd be like, oh, let's not. <laughs> let's not scare yeah, her or show up hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I guess mom mom went to a like oh what I can't think of the word of this person. Psych. Yeah. Medium. Yeah, one someone, you know, the the yeah, that story. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, was anything said in that encounter? Yes, a lot. I mean, I went because I was very curious and um actually I had never met this person and it was it's someone's house that I never knew I didn't know and she was she said a lot of things that she would not know and she was right on the spot you know when you go to mediums sometimes they go oh um I see somebody with a letter m in your in your you know whatever <laughs> whatever but an m or whatever like this one just came straight out and I he's she said I see the name Joseph and he's in a white lab coat. 
So why would she see that if Joseph's obviously very much alive? Yeah, but what they don't. Yeah, that, no, but that's the weird thing is that apparently yeah, but they she said that I was like very connected with this other world or something weird. You? Well, the yeah. thing I think Mom said that she didn't say anything about me. Is that right? She said that she there wasn't another child, but uh, she didn't like say, "Oh, there's a," you know. And then she did say it was an L, but she wasn't. But with Joseph, she came straight out, and I don't think mediums only see, you know, people on the other side. Oh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I guess I wasn't doing anything interesting enough to for her to say, "Oh yeah." Or I mean, I I think it's all baloney anyway. <laughs> you call baloney? Why? Yeah, because, like, I don't know, that stuff, I mean, mom, I'm sure mom, I, I'm glad you had a good experience. How much was it? That's none of your business. None of your business. Anyway, I'm so under the impression that, yeah. that previous, previously, these mediums had to really, like, desperately say these letters, like M or whatever, because there wasn't a huge social media presence that you could be like, oh, these are the people I'm going to see today. Let me go on Facebook. And then what was my profile picture on Facebook at the time? Probably me in my lab coat. That's script. Yeah, and you're obviously yeah. connected. So, like I mean, I'm not saying that this woman doesn't have these power. And, like, maybe she said some stuff to mom that was, was no, very, but she, you know, personal. She, but. She, didn't know, she didn't know my name. She had never met me before. And I just happened to, I was asked to go because someone else couldn't go and couldn't go. So but I was just somebody, asked, do you want to? Did somebody have to give your name? Because obviously no. you're going into somebody's house. I don't no. know who's coming into my house. No. Not that I know of. No. Well, that you know of. Did she say anything that was definitely not true? No. She was spot on about everything, oh, actually. interesting. Yeah. Because I've heard some people like go to psychics and they say mostly stuff that's not true or real. Um but then they'll come out with something that is, or something like that. But I don't. If she said everything right. Then. No, no, she was, she was, yeah, she was pretty spot on. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. if I would go. What was the procedure time. for like, uh, yeah? What like did you sit in the circle kind of thing, and she just picked you out of the no, crowd? No, no. I mean, I don't think you were summoning anything. No, no, no. We were just. There was a, a group of us in this woman's house. Um, she read each one of us. But were you like that I, in a circle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she, I mean, she basically said, you know, I might say things that are going to upset you, you know, just, well, you know, there's, we didn't, I mean, I only know, I only knew two other people in the, the group there. Yeah. So, I mean, there was things said that like had to stay in that room. Right. right. They had to stay in, in that room and kind of thing, you know, and she was, and she apologized if she said anything that would hurt anybody or anything like that, you know, but... Did she wow. say anything that hurt somebody? No, 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 but she was saying, you know, like, sh- I can't really get it, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Right now, but, you know. Client agreement. Right, it's a confidentia- confidentiality uh, sure. thing that you oh. signed. No. <laughs> uh-huh. We can discuss it in private. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I was just curious that, it, like, I don't know. What could she say that could be upsetting? I guess if she is talking about people who have passed to the other side or whatever, and you're not really expecting mm-hmm. what if What if it's like she knows like dark things people have done? <laughs> yeah, well, that's 
Yeah, but that's the thing. Some of the, that stuff did come out to but one of the two of the women. Why would she say it? So, like, if I was doing this thing and there was a criminal mm-hmm. in the house, why would I be like you? You stole. Drugs. But if they, uh, no, 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 well, no. But I was saying if no, but like it was people that had gone to the other side and the people that were there didn't know really what happened, kind of thing. Oh, I ah uh, right, okay. so that type of that type right. of thing. Well, that was another thing yeah. I wanted to discuss maybe on another podcast where um, people use like psychics. Like, the police and stuff have used psychics to help solve murders, <laughs> which I think is interesting, because that was the thing that oh, wow. people do. But that's for another time, I guess. Oh, that's interesting. Any other, well, not scary, I guess, because you're not scared, but any other similar kind of stories or anything? No, I just noticed, I don't know if you noticed, and some of my photos that I take with my phone, I don't have my flash on, but there's always an orb. Not always, but a lot of times there are. I mean, I think that's just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know. I don't like thinking about it too much. I'm just like, yeah, that's not real. This is called, I think, here. So this little dot thing, mm-hmm. also called a near camera reflection, is known as backscattering. Is it blue? But, I mean, usually it involves flash, using a flash. Or, mm-hmm. Like you're reflecting the flash off of dust or off of things on your... Phone. Yeah, but I just I just told you I don't use a flash if it's taken like <laughs> during the day or something. Yeah. So, well, does it have a trail? No. It won't. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I was also <laughs> going to talk about when we went to the uh, what was it called? That hotel, the Bethlehem Hotel. Is that what it's yes. called? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. Uh, so, uh, what was it? Summer of 2010. We went to Bethlehem of Pennsylvania. Um, and we had planned a, like a trip to Hershey Park kind of thing, just a summer getaway with the family, just us four. Um, and my mom booked this hotel. I really don't know why, but it later came out that it was haunted. Yeah. And they tried to hide that from me. <laughs> but then Joseph was like, Ooh, are we And, and your father. Yeah, well, because we're scared of cats, obviously. But um, we obviously went, and I ha- like tried looking up the the history, and there's not really a lot other than just what they tell you in their little brochure that each room has their own like guest. So there's a guy in the bar that'll drink with people, and I'm just like, oh well, that's boring. How did he get there? Um, but when we we kind of explored at night, Joseph and I, oh, and you too, I think, mom. And maybe dad, but we were taking pictures. And do you remember we took a picture of the hotel and we saw a lot of orbs? Yeah. I mean, it was probably just because yeah. it was dark and we used the flash. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys see? Yeah. Did you like, read about these these ghosts? Uh, very briefly. Did you? Yeah. So there's there's a room. No, there's a, not really. There's room nine thirty two on. The ninth floor. That were we next to it or what? I don't think we were near it at all. No, we weren't next. No, we were a couple of floors so down. Apparently, in this room, there's there was a couple that stayed there that reported to be woken up by a man standing in front of their bed asking, "Why are you in my room?" <laughs> That's awful. Only to find out that when they switched the light on, no one was there. And there have been numerous accounts of these reflections in the mirrors that are not there a moment later. Um, 
and guests of this room that don't know that the hotel is haunted at all or that there's this phenomenon have frequently reported unexplained happenings such as papers standing upright or flying off desks, lamps flashing, bathroom wallpaper turning pink, and there's many pictures where that room of that room where orbs appear. Um, and they actually had in 2007, April of 2007, actually, when did we go? 2010, summer. Oh. So they had a paranormal investigator stay overnight, and he recorded a, like a, a bunch of voices. So one said, it's Mary. One said, what a beautiful bathroom. One says, I've locked myself in the closet. Another said, allegedly, look out the window. Um, and it says that there's no spectacular view or anything, so it's kind of bizarre. Uh, but that there, this is like the room that they haven't identified who these spirits could be. And I think every other like spirit that they've identified, they have like a little profile for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're in Pennsylvania and you want to stay there, the, yeah. the room 932. Room with a boot. At Hotel yeah. Bethlehem in Pennsylvania. <laughs> On Main Street. <laughs> yes. It, I think also, didn't people say that they like felt something like grab their toe? Or is that something else completely? No? Um, grab the toe. Yeah, like people in the room, sort of like who were staying in the room, said, oh, I felt somebody grab my toe or my foot. There's a, there is a, um, if you just Google this room, yeah. There's and specifically at this hotel, there are actually a lot of stories about. There are 1,300 reviews um, about the room, so I'm I'm gonna oh. read or just summarize this. Yeah, yeah, one. do yeah, do one. Um, so this person apparently has stayed in like every single room type on every floor, <laughs> um, and said my last stay, a coworker decided to play a prank on me and switch my reservation so that I would be in room 932, which is the room with a boo. Um, so this person didn't know, apparently. And How are you going to stay late. in every other room? I'd be like, oh, I know this is haunted, but then not know about that one room. I call And also, I you, you must be... I, I mean, I, who knows? Maybe this person <laughs> just loves the hotel. It says, it says oh. that they stay there frequently for business. Right, okay. So, who knows? Um, so they arrived very late the first night. And they were too exhausted to see that this had been changed. So that's that's the excuse. Right. Um, so this person says that the second night, they found that they were like suddenly awoken at 3 a.m. And they had gone to sleep with all the curtains open so the street lights could, you know, light up the room a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when this person woke up, they realized the room was not the room they had been in. And it was completely different. So there was a mirror where it shouldn't have been one, and the wallpaper was different, the pink, like the like it was mentioned. Um, and in the split second that all that sort of came to mind, uh, they said that they felt like this this presence, like someone looking over them. So if you wanna, they switched rooms the next night and slept fine. Well, I would. I mean, that was we the record number of nights. <laughs> Well, you, we weren't even near the room, and what did you do, Lauren? Yeah, no, I couldn't. I just can't. I don't, yeah, no, I covered the mirror. I, like, could not go to the bathroom with the door closed. I could literally, like, shut my eyes at all times. There was apparently one of the guys 
who is supposed to be in a boiler, in the boiler room, find like a specific guy who's there. Um, and Joseph was like, let's go. And I was like, absolutely not. No thanks. <laughs> but did you guys go and hunt for any or see any when we were inside? We looked, but we didn't see anybody. Remember we went into that large room, Joseph, that like ballroom with the large pictures, the paintings, and we were looking around. Um, yeah, I didn't see anything. We didn't see anything. You know, even in the lobby, then they say they somebody would play the piano. Yeah, yeah, they did. At times. Well, no. <laughs> Have you ever been anywhere else where you've seen ghosts or anything that weren't of like people who are not known to you? No, I haven't. Joseph? No. No. No, I can't think that I have either. I would just rather not know if they were there. But also, when you said that yeah. somebody was trapped in the closet, or like, what a nice bathroom. Like, do they say that every day? Like, imagine being a ghost and just stuck in a continuous loop, being like, oh, that's nice wallpaper. I don't think it's. The, I don't think it would say the same thing every time. <laughs> well, she just noticed that the wallpaper was nice that one night, even though she's. Well, that to be- was that was when the the investigator stayed there for a couple nights. It well, wasn't like I mean. a repeat thing. Well, I know, but I mean, like woman is supposed to have lived there for however long, hundreds of years, or have been a ghost there for a while. She only just noticed the wallpaper. I don't know. <laughs> you can go stay there and find out. Absolutely not. No thanks. I'm going to start a GoFundMe and get you to <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Would you guys ever go ghost hunting? I think I would. Yeah, you would? of course. Yeah. Would? All you need is a night vision camera and just be like, oh, did you hear that? Just thing over there, and then you just put some subtitles that says like "I'm gonna kill you," and it's like, "Did you hear that?" And you just go back, and yeah, of course, I would ghost hunt. Mom, you said you would too. <laughs> I don't know. If somebody was like, "Oh, let's go to this graveyard tomorrow morning at like 3 a.m. see what we can see," you would go. A graveyard. Yep. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why, why not? not? I don't know. I would be too scared to go. I feel like a graveyard is at least open and it's better than like a house that you're in. You're correct, yeah. I know, I like investigate. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But like what would you expect to find or what would you hope to find? Just be like, Oh yeah, that's there's a ghost. Is it to like Yeah, I, I mean I don't think I would find anything. <laughs> no, but I mean like people who do go, do they go to for what what is their reason? Is it to prove that ghosts exist or I don't know. Like, why would you know. go? For fun. It's thrilling. Thrilling. And you, Mom, why would you go? I, I guess just to be... In, I would be interested in to see if there are any ghosts or spirits that do appear at night. Well, they could be around all the time. I was thinking about this the other day. Right. So if there are ghosts, and they're around always... The, I mean, when did ghosts... So saying from the beginning of time since, I don't know, 0 BC, for example, uh, every single person becoming a ghost, it would be freaking crowded out there. Like, there's probably about 10,000 ghosts in my one room that I'm in now, all just crowded on top of each other, or what? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of, that image just made me laugh a little bit. I was like, haha, that's not scary. But then you always hear about, like, one particular person haunting a room or a house or an area. You never see more than one? 
topology, I don't know. No, I think generally the idea is that they're connected to an object, no? Ah, right. They're stuck. Oh, right, yeah, because they haven't, like, passed through to the other side because of some unfinished business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we are. I have a story about ghosts, if you guys want to hear it. Have you ever heard of Lizzie Borden? Yes. You have? Oh, well, I'm going to tell the story anyway, so here we are. (laughs) Have you heard about it, Joseph? No. No. Okay. Well, mom, no spoilers. But I guess you can, if you guys have any questions or comments or whatever, you can... You could interject. So, uh, Lizzie Borden was born on July 19, 1860, in Fall River, Massachusetts. Her parents were called Sarah and Andrew, and she also had an older sister called Emma, who is nine years older than she was. So, Andrew, her father, was said to have grown up with modest surroundings and struggled financially as a young man, even though he was a descendant of a wealthy family. He later prospered in the manufacture and sale of furniture and caskets and later became a successful property developer. Despite his wealth, he was known for his frugality. So, for example, the family home lacked indoor plumbing and electricity, uh, even though this was common for wealthy families at the time. Um, In 1863, Sarah, Lizzie's mom, passed away. Um, Lizzie was only three years old at the time. Uh, And three years after Sarah had died, Andrew married a woman called Abby. Um, Lizzie said later down the line that she referred to Abby as Mrs. Borden. Uh, And their relationship is not really well documented, but Lizzie thought that Abby had married her father for his wealth. So I guess it couldn't have been that great of a relationship. Um, The family also had a maid at the time. Um, She was called Bridget, but the family called her Maggie. Um, and Maggie later said that Lizzie and Emma rarely ate with the parents. So I guess they couldn't have had a really good relationship. Uh, in May 1892, Andrew, the father, was said to have killed multiple pigeons on the property with a hatchet uh, because he, he believed that they were attracting local children to hunt them. Um, and at the time, Lizzie had built a roost for the pigeons, so she was kind of upset that he was killing them. Um, in July 1892, so when Lizzie was 32 years old, a family argument took place, um, which made both sisters go take an extended vacation away from the Fall River. Um, when Lizzie returned, she stayed in a local rooming house, so I guess like a hotel, before she went back to her family home. Um, so tensions were said to have been growing within the family because Andrew gifted real estate to Abby's family. Um, And after Abby's sister had received a house, Lizzie and Emma demanded that they receive a rental property. Um, And so they later bought it from their father for $1. (laughs) I wish I could buy a house for $1. Um, But the sisters later sold it back to their father for $5,000, which is the equivalent today of about $142,000. So that was quite a nice little investment for them. Um, Also, at one point, the family were said to have been violently ill, uh, and a family friend speculated that the mutton that they were eating was left on the stove um, over several days, and that caused them to be sick. But Abby had actually feared that they were being poisoned because she believed that her husband was not very popular. So on August 4th, 1892, so still that same year, uh, Abby went to clean the guest room um, because Sarah's brother, so Lizzie's uncle, 
had stayed the previous night. Um, and it was kind of weird for her to go clean this room because it was one of Lizzie and Emma's regular chores. So she went to go clean the room. She went, And when she was up there, she was struck on the side of the head with a hatchet, which cut her just above her ear, causing her to turn and fall face down on the floor, creating contusions on her nose and forehead. Uh, her killer then struck her multiple times, delivering 17 more direct hits to the back of her head, which obviously killed her. Uh, during this time, Andrew was out having his morning walk, and when he returned, he his key was said to not have been able to open the front door, so he knocked for attention. Uh, Maggie, the maid, tried to open the door but found that it was jammed and cursed to herself, and she later claimed to hear Lizzie laughing immediately after she had, you know, cursed. Uh, Maggie said that she didn't see her, but she could hear that Lizzie's laughter was coming from the top of the stairs. Um... Lizzie was then said to tell Maggie that there was a sale on in the department store in town and told her to go and leave the house. But Maggie didn't want to. She said she didn't wasn't feeling well, and so she went to take a nap in her bed in her room instead. Um, Maggie later testified that she was in her room, which was on the third floor, when she heard Lizzie call from downstairs saying, Maggie, come quick. Father's dead. Somebody came in and killed him. So Mackie then goes downstairs and saw Andrew slumped on the couch in the sitting room, struck 10 or 11 times with a hatchet-like weapon. Um, one of his eyeballs were said to have been split cleanly in two, suggesting that he'd been asleep when he was asleep when he was attacked. So obviously Lizzie was arrested and interviewed. Um, her initial answers to police's questions were said to have been strange and contradictory. So for example, she denied being upstairs during the time that Abby was killed. And she testified that at the time her father had asked where Abby was, and she said that she told him that Abby was delivered a summons to visit her sick friend. Um, Lizzie also said that she had removed her father's boots and helped him into his slippers before she laid him down on the sofa for a nap. Um, And this is contradicted by the crime scene photos, which you can actually see on Wikipedia, or you can just Google it. Um, And so the photo showed him wearing boots, still so she was lying about that um those who interviewed her so all the officers said that they disliked her attitude uh saying that she was too calm um lizzie also gave a number of different alibis and she was never checked for blood stains um although they searched her room at the time officers admitted to not doing a proper search of the house because lizzie said she wasn't feeling well what a a reason to not check the house does that that actually allow you to not have your place checked well, I mean, she got away with it, so next time the police needs to come and, you know, search your house, just be like, oh, I don't feel well, and go lay in your bed or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but they did do a search in the basement where they found two hatches, uh, two hatchets, sorry, two axes, and a hatchet head with a broken handle. Uh, the hatchet head was believed to have been the murder weapon because the break in the handle appeared fresh. Um, and it looked as if ash and dust on the head had been deliberately applied to it to make it look like it had been in the basement for some time. Um, and also because of the mysterious illness, the one that I had mentioned before, um, the family's milk and the stomachs of Andrew and Abby were tested for poison, which came back negative. Um, also on August 7th, so a few days later, Lizzie was seen tearing up a dress by her friend. Um, and this friend uh, decided to stay with the girls after the murders had happened. Lizzie told the friend that she was planning to put it in the fire because it was covered with paint, 
Um, and it was not determined mm-hmm. if this was the dress that she was wearing on the day of the murders. Oh. So, possibly destroying evidence. So she was later put on trial, which started on June 5th, 1893, which was almost a year later. Uh, five days before the trial, actually, another axe murder occurred in the town. Uh, where the female was hacked to death in her kitchen, and similarities between both murder incidents were said to be striking and noted by the jurors. However, a male was later convicted of the newer murder and was determined to not have been in the vicinity of Fall River at the time of the Gordon murders. Uh, He was actually an immigrant from Portugal, so he wasn't in the country even at the time. So for Lizzie's trial, the jury deliberated for an hour and a half and acquitted Lizzie of the murders. Uh, and when she en- exited the courthouse, she said that she was the happiest woman in the world. So Lizzie and Emma actually stayed in Fall River. even And even though she was acquitted from the murders, Lizzie was ostracized from by her like the town people. Um, later, Lizzie and Emma had an argument over a party that Lizzie threw for an actress in 1905, which caused Emma to leave and never saw Lizzie again. Um, and then, so Lizzie had her gallbladder removed question because mom has as well uh, and was she but she was sick for a year and she later died of pneumonia on june 1st 1927 still in the same town um so they did consider other people to be suspects so i think that was maybe more recent so they were thinking about the uncle who was staying the night before um the maid um, and there was also a potentially suspected illegitimate son of andrew but i think that was later disproven uh, and the sister was said to have an alibi of being at a town about 15 miles from Fall River, but it was speculated by some that she had visited the family to commit the murders and then returned to where she was staying before she received the telegraph of the death. Because um, obviously they didn't have text message <laughs> or phone calls then, so I guess it would have taken a little while for the telegraph to arrive. Uh, so the boarding house is actually now a museum and also operates as a bed and breakfast and it's styled in the 1890s style. Yep. Uh, some of the evidence that was used in the trial, including the axe head, was preserved at the Fall River Historical Society, so you can go see it. Um, but the house, the Borden house, is said to be haunted. Uh, they So late at night, Lizzie can be heard cackling at the top of the stairs where she gave her stepmother 40 whacks. Allegedly. Yeah, well, there's... Right, there's a rhyme, you know that, right? Yes, there is a rhyme. Do you know the rhyme? <laughs> something about she gave the mother 40 wax and then she, she saw it, something and then gave her father what he wanted, something. Something to that effect, I don't yes, remember. Actually, I'm going to look it up. I should have written it down. Uh, right, but yeah, there's a rhyme. Yeah. Um, get it up. Yeah, so, this goes a little something like this. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. And I think it's literally a little song that goes along with it. Um, so at the house, Lizzie isn't actually the only spirit that is said to haunt the house. Um, so both of the parents are said to stalk the grounds. And it's very, the maid is also heard screaming for help, allegedly. Um, and this is all according to the guests of the museum uh, and B&B. Uh, and <laughs> this made me laugh. They actually have a reenactment every August of the incident, which is a bit. What? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> pretty awful. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just a thing, right, to get people to come in and be like, ha here's the story. Um, 
I also really liked that Lizzie was portrayed in pop culture references. And I don't know if you saw this one, Mom, but in 2015, Supernatural actually had an episode called Thin Lizzie. Did you see that one? I don't know if you watched Supernatural in 2015. Sounds familiar. There's so but many episodes. I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah. the premise was Sam and Dean investigated a house um, that several people were murdered with an axe. And they originally suspected the ghost of Lizzie, but then discovered that the murderer wasn't her. So yeah, it was based on this. <laughs> so yeah. I thought that was quite an interesting story of a house that was haunted and actually mm-hmm. had a story like a murder because I don't know that the, the hotel in Wilhelm had any murders. They don't mention it. But yeah. So that was my story. What are your thoughts? Do you think Creepy. Lizzie did it? Anyone? <laughs> You can do it now. Well, I don't know. I can take a stab at it. I don't see why not. I mean... I mean, I guess it's so old, this thing, that we don't really have enough information. Like, the other people wouldn't have, like, forensics or DNA stuff at the time, but I don't know. I mean, she seems to have been... have gone down in history and is infamous for committing the murders, because I guess who else would it be? The maid... She was the only one else in the house. But this, this actually aired on Unsolved Mysteries. One of the really old ones. Obviously not the new ones that are on Netflix. Yeah. yeah on, the original, on the original series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. But I thought that was quite so apt. How many people stay there? Like, is it actually a really common place? To- I think so. If you look it up, the Lizzie Borden house. Or the Borden house. But, um, let's see. How much does it cost? Let's see. Oh, yeah, I was going to put a picture of Lizzie and the house up. Oh, my goodness. So there is, like, a special room. That each room has a name of a person who lives there. So there's the Lizzie Borden room, and it's $225 plus tax for two people. And then you can combine it with the Emma Borden room as a suite for up to four people for 425 And you get a tour of the house and full breakfast. And you can also rent mm-hmm. the entire house for fifteen hundred dollars and bring up to twenty people. There you go. Well, some you and Rupert come and Absolutely Joseph and Bristol. No. That's a place to go. No, no way. You guys can go and tell me how it was, and I will be somewhere nice and safe. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of of haunted. Places in the UK. Well, yeah, this place is older than they are, too. And I kind of like the story. You know, it's grim. Uh, yeah, you can see, like, the murder photos on everywhere. They even have photos of the crime in the house. I mean, that's awful. It's just, like, the dad dead on the, like, couch, laying there with his little boots on. And then they also have a picture of oh. the mom, the stepmom, just, like, hunched over on the floor. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh my god. <laughs> and then you can also go visit her in the cemetery where she's buried. <laughs> so yeah. I, don't know. I know people love going to haunted places and staying in them for fun, but not fun for me. Um, say to each his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know now that, oh yeah, so they have the Lizzie and Emma suite, the Andrew and Abby suite, the John B. Morse room, and that was the uncle. And that's actually where Abby was found murdered. So you can actually stay in the room where that woman was murdered. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like there's the maid's room, there's his room, 
Oh, and they also have a room that's named in dedication of the district attorney who served on her trial. <laughs> that's quite funny. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight rooms. It's quite a nice size. But yeah, like, I, um, I was going to say, I know that some people, I th- or is it like, not a law, but when people go to buy a house, you have to say if the house is haunted or not. And I feel like I would like to know that information before I buy a house. Mm. And I'm just scared for the rest of my life until I leave. Or I'm scared it, scared out of here. Okay. Is that nice? <laughs> it's not very nice, but... Oh, it actually, the price has gone up. Sorry, the, the article I looked at was obviously dated. But it's twenty one twenty five to rent the entire house. So, yeah. For what? A, a, for a day? Uh, oh. Yeah, I guess that's per night. It must be. But if you have 20 people, it's like 100-something a night, which is not too bad per person. I mean, I don't care. It could be free and I still wouldn't stay there, so they can keep that house. But does it look like it did back then? Yeah. But just up no. to, you know, with the, you know. Well, I would imagine they put in the plumbing city now. <laughs> yeah, because that would, I mean, that would probably be the most horrible thing. The most scary thing. And you're just like, uh, I have to freaking go to the bathroom, but I can't, like, flush. <laughs> or whatever. But, yeah. Oh, it says, no candle burning or incense. So I wonder if people have turned up being like, I'm going to summon these guys. <laughs> or it's probably just a want to burn the house down. That's, yeah. Right, that's probably it. Yeah. yeah. Probably it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. Does anybody else have anything else to add? Or another story? Nope. No. Nope, I don't. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's all for us for today. I will be in Wales this upcoming weekend. Or maybe just gone, depending when I upload this. Uh, and maybe I'll have some scary stories for them, because we're basically in a little hut by ourselves in the middle of nowhere. So I'll probably just be scared mm-hmm. the whole time. <laughs> but I will report back on that when I return. Sounds good. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. It was a lot of fun. I like telling and talking about scary stories, even though I just sit here in the dark with a little candle on, scaring myself, but, you know. Um, so, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Mom, for joining us. Thanks, Joseph, for You're joining welcome. us. You're um, welcome. Uh, and if you like our podcast, give us a share, a like. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, the handle is the same across all platforms, and it's just at Bone Chillers Podcast. Um, yeah, so give us a like, follow, share, and subscribe. Thanks, guys.